possible, please make a donation today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. The mics weren't up. Okay. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. We had dead air for a second. Now we're up. I still need to fix some things. You guys stall. Hold on. I don't know. Wait. Oh, I can't. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> All right. This might seem this. If you're regularly listening to listening to this, you might. This might not seem like a, a an odd beginning to the show because we usually do. A, a, a little bit of stalling a little bit of vamping yeah a little bit of stalling a little vamping we never have it fully ready but <laughs> in some way we're always setting up right on we're always how are my levels uh i think you're good i could probably make you louder actually thank god <laughs> squeaky wheel gets the grease baby <laughs> all right so all right, no suggestion. All right. No suggestion podcast. Uh, podcast, radio show. Yeah. Podcast, radio show, all of those things. No suggestion is happening. I'm Ralph. Xavier, co host Xavier is here. Let me hit that. Yes, that's me, Xavier. This is recording. Okay. I'm trying to move up a little bit forward so I can be. All right. And today we have special guest frantically arrived. <laughs> we got Brad Stewart in the house. Hi. Yeah. Hello. That recorded. Yeah. How are you guys doing? We just took a picture. That L train fucked me the same way I fucked you, dude. Yeah, I know. I had to hop out and I hopped on a bike. I wonder if we were on oh, the same nice. train. Maybe. I was at Lormer. Oh, no. I was at First uh, First Avenue. Uh, Damn. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, Brad came... Oh yeah. Well, you took a bike, so maybe, yeah, yeah. You... I said it felt really good to like take control of the situation because sometimes you're just sitting there and they're like, "Another uh, the L train service is delayed," and they keep doing that twelve times. Yeah, and you're like, "I don't have control over the situation. I feel mad about it." Man, what the fuck you mean, man? I'm angry right now. I'm trying to return this keyboard that I bought from Best Buy. Now, you will accept this. Oh, you in the best buy, baby. That's the best buy you ever bought. You be, you best recognize how best that bought you ooh, did ooh, was. This, ooh, ooh, this isn't my department, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. stay out of it. I'm trying to return this Korg keyboard. That's Kenny. Kenny don't stay out of nothing. You Kenny is in, involved. Okay, you better not be returning any video games because that's my section, okay? It better not be returning no video games because our video games each... Each video game that we carry, the the supplier, the library, the the catalog of video games is the best. Well, it's best funny buy. you should mention it because I'm also returning Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I thought the character arc was weak. Oh, Don't shit. you see? You here to start trouble? I I'm see here it to return eye. items that I do not find are quality. Oh, you know what? Actually, new policy. You're not able to return anything because you're the worst. This you're is Best worst. Buy. You're the worst. It does not say that on the back of my receipt. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On your receipt, they they must have marked it on the back. If you turn over to the back, it should say a big W for worst. <laughs> Wait, it it does. It 
Oh, I maybe I, yeah, maybe I yeah, am. Yeah, the that's problem. what the doctor had when he gave when he uh, when you got out of the womb. Is your birth certificate your on you? Do you happen to have your birth certificate your birth on you right receipt. now? Why would I have my? Birth Look in your bag right now. Look in your bag. Wait, what the? Is yeah. this my birth certificate? Turn it over. What? Turn it over. This is still framed. W. This is Best Buy, baby. Ooh, I only framed deal with my the birth best. certificate, and you have it in my backpack. <laughs> we only deal with the best, and you're the worst. That's why you want to return the 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 item that you purchased was not. Was not malfunctioning until you touched it and you infected it. It's a user malfunction, and I'm the only threat in all of your failed relationships is you, Kenny. Please, please Dang. school this gentleman. I, I'll, I'll school him, and I'm cool him. I, I'll mm. cool him. Okay, mm. listen. Mm. Um, what you, what you need is a brand new. You need to walk down over to the J.C. Penny and get a new wardrobe. That's what you need. Yeah. God damn what? it. JC, you put those two together. What do you get? Jesus um, Christ. W. Jim Caviezel. Oh, what? W? Okay, Jim Caviezel? Jim Caviezel, but you put <laughs> JC together. Okay, Jim Caviezel's made up, and a W, you get, if you put J and a C together? Work with me here, man. This okay, is okay. Okay, 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 I'm on your side. <laughs> Beautiful, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad we are in. Dude, talk about a guy. That was F-U-N. Yeah, F-U-N. F-U-N. We, uh, um, man, yeah, what a race to get here. I I paid a price. You took a bike to get here. I paid a price. I should have rode my bike here, and I was lazy, and I didn't do it. Did you get an Uber or something? Yes, I got an Uber, like I bet 50 that was, bucks. I was going to say, I bet that was 50? like cash Whoa. money if the L train's down. Yeah, let me, let me, Whoa, let me actually tip Ubering, this guy they, well because he said I saw people because I went, I went by the, uh, the Myrtle Wyckoff stop and people were just out there all on their phone, like looking for their Uber. Damn, that's fucked and up. I that zoomed it, by him on my city bike. Wow, so then the money just spikes up automatically. Yeah, you know, to get you. supply and demand, my man. Holy shit. Well, let me, let me, let me say this about supply. Ooh, um, first of all, this is, I'll read this later. The you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. An independent listener supported radio. Listen to No Suggestion Improv Comedy Talk Show on, on, on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Your support keeps us going, baby. If you want to donate to Radio Free Brooklyn, whose mission is to provide free and open platform to community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and, and public art, you can please support us with a monthly pledge on one time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org backslash donate. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Brad, Woo! I think the last time I saw you at a show recently. But then I think the last time we spoke was on, was it your podcast or my podcast? I was doing your podcast. I don't have a podcast, so it ha- It was mine. I saw you at like Young you- Ethel's a little while ago. So we did something like this. We did like a Zoom thing. This was great. And it was back in June of 2020. It was, I think it was doing this show. Yeah. And I lost all those episodes. No. Yeah, they all deleted. I remember it being <laughs> deep. I remember talking about like, Man, we philosophied. We 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 really philosophized. We uh we dug deep, man. I was like, I, I was quoting Martin Buber. Yeah, I was. Uber. I remember that conversation. It was a good conversation. <laughs> and uh, Buber, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's very profound, but <laughs> Buber's profound. The golden mean. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I'm. Uh, woo. Yeah. I lost all those files, dealing with a lot of loss. Uh, <laughs> trying to move forward. Here we are. Be here now. Be here now. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Are you? Have you always been a a Zen person no. or a person who? When when did that start for you, and how is it going? Uh that's a really good question. 
I, uh, my timeline, if I were to sum it up briefly, was uh, I got really super depressed and I was like deeply, deeply depressed. I was, I, I told myself that I was going to hurt myself in some way for about 18 months. What, what year was this? How yeah. old were you? And is this probably, I started seeing the end, the light of the tunnel, no joke, in about December or January of 2020, like two months before COVID hit. Wow. wow. And I just, I remember having a realization of like, I think the, I think that the forest is getting thinner right around January 2020. Like, I feel like I'm on my feet and I know what it means to be me and I'm comfortable with that. And then I got to sit with that for two years, right? For however long it was, a year and a half or whatever it was. But I went deep and I I, uh, moved down with my mom and dad uh, and I lived with them on and off for like nine months. Didn't see a single friend. uh, And that's about when we did our show last time. So it's no surprise that I was quoting martin boober at you and <laughs> wow. all sorts of other uh i did long walks i got very philosophical i uh started dancing that's one of the biggest Ooh. things that is happening in my life right now uh, i was someone that was never ever able to dance uh pre-covid i was the in i was the nerdy engineer comedian in the corner of the room could not allow myself to do it and now i crave it i go to places on my on my own by myself late night during the day whatever uh I'm a guy that moves it and shakes it. Is wow! <laughs> I love that. Is yeah. is that um a, like a, a specialized kind of dance? Is that what you pursued, or you just get out and you just, just move? Just just move. I never internalized the concept that you can move your body solely because it feels good to do so. That's so funny because I think of you as such a physical performer. Yeah, but a lot of that I think can come out of uh an, an unsettled place or an aggression or deconstruction or just like. Ah, look at how crazy I am. And like, mm. I know people at home can't see me, but like you move around like a, like a, like a crazy person. Yeah. And it, there's a lot of comedy to that too. And like, yeah. I am very physical and I'm gigantic. I'm six foot four and I've got these limbs that are like go, go gadget arms. But I, um, but I'm much more calm with all of this. Now. Wow. I just, does that answer your question? Yeah. That answers feel like many questions, <laughs> questions of life. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, wow. It's true. It's what true. a what a blessing. I feel like I feel like you're a person I need I need to talk to right now. Uh, you uh, doing okay? No. Uh, no, I'm not doing well at all. Uh, <laughs> this is the the worst month of my life. Yeah. But we're be here now. Okay. We're be right here right now. <laughs> this is Xavier's favorite. He enjoys yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, um. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm hitching, I'm attaching to this idea of like mm. trying to see the forest get thin. Uh. I've had moments of it, and then I like got to the end, and they're like, oh no, there's a bunch more uh, forest. Yeah, a lot more forest. Oh, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm camping right now inside of that forest. Uh. <clears throat> um, what uh. What's the, for me, I love to dance and I danced a lot in my life. Mm. It's like, I used it primarily, like I loved it. I, I got a lot out of it. Sometimes I would even feel really a connection to God when I'm dancing. Yeah. But also I would use it to like, just try to booty dance with girls. That's really what a lot <laughs> yeah. of it was. Just trying to get in and flirt with girls and touch girls. That's what a lot of dancing You know was what I'm me. learning the best way to have that happen mm. is to dance like you're dancing with god 
fair. Mm, if you go yeah. there and you feel like you and like people can sense, man, if you got a radar out and you're like, hey, I'm here like to prowl, mm. nah, people pick up on that. But yeah. you know who everyone, everyone in there, especially if you're at a place that it's like where it mm. is like kind of transcendent music or in some way some sort of like search for euphoria or whatever. Ooh, and you yeah. see someone over there that's like losing themselves. Ooh. That's attractive. Like that yeah. is just even if it isn't like, hey, I'm gonna like try to make it happen with this person or whatever but it's just like yeah do you want to dance it's for like admirable. a few minutes and then we'll like go in separate ways yeah that's yeah. also real too but like the person that's like that is there now right yeah and is losing themselves in the music like that's um that's how it happens you know what's an alternative though an alternative is just to go in the middle of the dance floor and stretch there you go, there you go. <laughs> that, that really gets people's attention yeah, yeah. like okay this person what, what are they gonna do uh-huh. what what's yeah. going on they're gonna yeah. do a backflip they're yeah. gonna do some some uh, burpees what's <laughs> yeah. happening with this guy yeah. or maybe yeah. this person just really just has a a, a tight hammy yeah, yeah tight, tight nurse hammy. the hammy yeah. yeah nurse it yeah yeah get into a, a little stretch circle with your with or you know you're just by yourself i think or walk off the dance floor maybe come back into a stretch uh sir you've you're just in a full crouch here in the middle of the road uh that's all right that's all right just in a full uh Please. Hey, is this guy going to move anytime soon? I, I'm trying to reason with him, sir. I'm the traffic cop here. It's not exactly legal what you're doing, mm-hmm. but this you're very at rest, and this gentleman is trying to get his car by. Uh, I got uh, I got 15 Cub Scouts, uh, and we're fresh out of snacks. They're getting uh, <laughs> they're getting a little bit worked up, so if we could move this. There's smoke coming out of that vehicle, out sir. Of the- yeah. Jeremy, do sir. not practice. Please, sir, I, I understand that you're deep in a crouch, and it seems like you're deep in thought. He's, pra- he's trying to get that. He's trying to get the badge. He's trying to get the fire-making badge. Do not practice to get your fire-making badge in the bus. Sir, there's a lot of life happening around. These these Boy Scouts are trying to actively receive badges in the back of this bus. Looks like the Boy Scouts aren't warm yet. Looks like, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm like 70% there, and I, I'm ready to go, but I'm, I just need a little bit more time. I feel I feel compelled to, uh, sir. Just tell me what exactly are you even preparing for? I feel like I shouldn't get into this right now because there's a lot of cars surrounding us and there's a lot of honking. But what exactly are you even preparing for? Or are you preparing for anything? I'm I uh, I'm preparing for my commute. I don't know what what uh, what else would I be You're trying preparing to get the for? commute the badge. One. Commute badge. You're trying to get the commute. Trying the, to get the Boy Scout commute. The Boy badge. Scout commute badge. Well, I'm a, I'm a fully grown adult. I don't need. But you were a Boy Scout, weren't you? Well, yes. Did I you will. ever get the commute badge? No, they weren't. Uh, well, when I was a Boy Scout, they didn't have a commute badge. Troop leader, sir. Yeah. I I mean, I leave this up to you because I never. I only made it to a certain point in the Boy Scouts myself. Sure. Only you can confer unto this gentleman a commute badge. Well, I haven't seen him do any commuting yet. He's just pre-commuting. Jeremy, stop it. You are going to set fire to the vehicle. But uh, his form so far in the stretching is good. I say he's most of the way towards a stretching badge. My jurisdiction is only traffic. I can only direct traffic as it's moving. It is currently not moving, and I don't have jurisdiction to make you move, sir. Mm-hmm. And I can't make this gentleman, this troop leader, scoutmaster, give you a, com- a commuting badge. Only you can make that happen. He's still not commuting. He's just stretching still. Well, well, I can't, I can't get the commute badge if I'm not ready for it. Okay, I got to prepare. Do you want to join Troop 716? 
We're headed deep into the Adirondacks. We're going on a seven-day camping trip. And we just so happen to have one extra bag. Jeremy, prep the other bag! Sir, I just, I just want to say I can see your lips curling into a smile and you're trying to suppress it. I think we might be healing your inner child. Okay, what do I have to do to get to be, be in the Boise House right now? You already are. I'm in it. You're already in it. You're in it to win it. I'm in it. You're in it. Really? You're one of us. One of us. One, one of us. One of us. We are the Adirondack Boys. One of us. We are the Adirondack Boys. One of us. We promise. Uh, sorry, my bus is on fire. It, oh, okay. See? <laughs> That's fun. That's good. Either of you ever uh, scouted? No, never scouted. In retrospect, I think it would have been rad. Um, I would have liked that. I feel like you pick up a whole lot of stuff that I would love. You know what? There's a lot of things that I didn't do when I was a kid that I like really wish that I did. Name some. Name some. I will name some. Please. I wish that I stuck with piano lessons. I can play guitar okay, like kind of okay, but piano lessons I think would have been rad. At what age did you give it up? Dude, I did it for like all of uh, six months in the fourth grade. So yeah. I was like nine. Okay. And I said adios. Well, yeah, well, I, I took some piano lessons in, in church as a, as a t- teenager. And then mm. I realized, man, I could just hit keys. And, it, and it kind of makes me. Wh- I'm wondering if we're broadcasting right now. Hold on. I'm trying. Okay, that's not good. Oh, we, we're recording. I'm recording here, which is good. Oh, no. And we're recording there, but I don't know if we're on. All right. Well, we got a recording. We have a recording happening for sure. <laughs> so there will be a podcast. Yeah. That's still recording. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to check. We don't have to. You guys keep going because we're not paused. Yeah. We're not paused. Okay. So piano. Now this is what's happening. Yeah. Not, yeah. We're going to be here now. I'm. There's a lot happening. Yeah, right what's now. happening? What's playing? Is that some like pre, some like uh, I don't know. I can't be sure of what's of what's going on, um, <laughs> but yeah, there's. Uh, Is there a robot saying that there should be something playing, but there's not? no? It's another show that's playing right now. Is this is today Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. Yeah, today's Thursday. <laughs> Uh, what's happening? <laughs> Why is everything uh, <laughs> a, a, a mess? <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna check one more time on the app. Maybe you're on the wrong tab. <laughs> Maybe that's us. I don't know. Maybe we sound different on the radio. Uh, yeah, that would be a lot of different <laughs> to sound. Oh, wait a minute. It looks like my show is. What's happening? It looks like your show's what? It's not here. <laughs> Am I here? Am I alive? Yeah. I don't know. Is, is the my show... hand is see-through like in uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> Did we never have a show? <laughs> We've never had a show. Am I going to like wake up in an alleyway right now? And I don't know. going to be like, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? I have no idea what's happened. This is <laughs> unreal. It would be it would be wild that they just changed the time slot. Anyway, we're recording, so no matter what happens, 
this show exists. What is your wisdom right now, Brett Stewart? What wisdom do you have to offer? For, <laughs> We're not on air. What's your wisdom for this um, for this twilight zone that's happening right I now? Mean, you you can get the recorded episode on the internet, right? You're, I have. I well, usually it would, but I don't know that it's recording right now because something else is playing. But I'm recording us directly from the thing. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Does it have anything to do with that? Yes. It, oh. Is that changing? It just changed, yeah. Okay. It was, it was blank and now it's please please leave. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is live on Radio Free Brooklyn. Everything's being changed and switched around live as it's happening. Okay. Someone's moving and it's not me. How are you processing this right now, Brad? <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, okay. Oh, there Shit. we are. I see no suggestion. Someone's someone's helping. I only some okay. secret person's helping. I okay. Did you text someone? I did. Yeah. All right. Check. I guess check now. Uh yeah. Let me check now. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay. We're, I want to make up for this with getting into something good. Hold on. All right. Get into something good. It's the same thing. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna trust that they are doing that. They're doing their thing. Okay. We just pause for a few seconds. Cool. I am. Uh, I haven't talked about this yet on the podcast. I'm gonna just talk about it now. It feels right. Yeah. It feels like the right time. It does feel <laughs> okay. like the right time. We're three weeks in. This is the third episode we were dealing with it. Okay. My girlfriend of four and a half years, who you probably knew, okay, okay, Anya, okay. yeah, broke up with me. Ah. And okay, okay, okay. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. 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 Uh, Devastated. Ah, yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. Not coping boom, 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 boom. with I'm it sorry. well, and I'm like trying to re actively rebuild my life. Ah, this night of barely getting here on time, we weren't playing. Uh, all this falling apart. I was. It's, I've been. You're one of the first guests. I thought I was. I want to have bread on the show. Mm. And so we have had this like breakdown here in the middle, which is not calamitous, but is is a lot happening, and we barely made it in. So. I I am like uh right now I feel like I'm actively trying to practice what you're talking about of just like trying to be here and just deal with what's in front of me because uh, yeah. what's behind me is smoldering and what's in front of me is barely visible. Oh man. Um God, do you have you had any like perspective on what the descent was for you like what triggered it or what, was it always going there? Was it sudden? Like, Mm-mm. did you, and are you mad at it? I, these are a lot of very personal questions. It's, it's totally okay to talk about. I, uh, I delved into those waters. Actually, there was a book that gave me a ton of clarity only after the fact. I swear to you, I could probably only process the book after I felt like I had come partially out of this, uh, out of this forest. It's called falling upward by a man named Richard Rohr. And, uh, well, I know one, that name. I think, uh, Pete, Pete Holmes talks about him a lot. Pete Holmes loves Richie yeah. Rohr. He yeah. loves loves Richie. Yeah, and he's very good. He's a very like beautiful mystical mystic man and all this. Uh, and he's been very very helpful. But one of the things that was really important is he's like, uh, we live in a culture of ascension. Like, do better, push better, keep going. Like, what's in front of you? What's in front of you? All this kind of stuff. And <clears throat> one of the big realizations uh, for me was that you learn more by uh, doing it wrong than by doing it right. The second one that was really powerful is like. Um, it's called falling upward. 
because the things that used to work for you need to fail you at some point. Oh, uh. they they like they they need to, and you you need to be like this is not working anymore. And in fact, if you never have that sort of dark night of the soul, that realization, then you it's a kind of a sad thing. Sometimes you see a New York guys that are like sixty five and they're still running around like twenty two year olds. Um, you know, not to say that that's always the case in that situation, but the things that wor- that used to work for you uh, need to fail you. And the third one is he's like, we have a real bad problem in our society. You, you're going through like a, a breakup and it sounds like a ton of other things as well. But I would say like, it's just a breakup, but the breakup is precipitating mm, a lot of this kind of revelation, like sure. things that wouldn't have things that are pressing that wouldn't have occurred to me for maybe 30 years. Mm. If, if ah. had this not happened to me. Okay. So, so this is an inciting incident. It, yeah, she saved my life in, in certain ways. Also ruined it in uh, other ways. I, okay. Yeah. That's but fair. she, she uh, it ruined it just because what we had was so dope. And now I have just the absence of it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Hey, can I ask how, how old are you, Ralph? 37. 37. Okay. I'm 36 mm. as well. As well. Um, Xavier's. 26 27 27 yeah excellent excellent um so this might not necessarily apply to your situation right now but the uh the third thing that it really stuck with me from the book is that our society has a really bad idea of when someone hits this quote-unquote dark night of the soul or this big forest this big patch like whatever it is we all look at it as like oh man they're going through a tough time or like uh they're in a bad place or this or that but he's like we need to start looking and facilitating when this period comes because it comes for everyone at some level Mm. and we need to normalize like, great, here are some steps that they can be doing. And I, I I wouldn't feel, you know, uh, like properly suited to like really go through all the steps, but he's like, but I think that our society is sometimes I've had friends come to me and be like, you know, I feel like suicidal sometimes or whatever. And like, I think something's wrong with me. And, that always just feels like such a big failing versus the idea of um, one of my favorite quotes from the book is the uh, is the idea that like when someone is feeling suicidal, they're actually very right. They're just wrong about the specific thing that needs to die. They're confusing it for the very literal like my body needs to go. This whole thing needs to be taken out. But there is something that is screaming out like this isn't living anymore. This isn't going anymore. This isn't existing anymore. But it's a part of you, and it isn't your physical body. We're just we're just taking it as literally as possible, which is a you know the lowest level level of understanding. But anyway, Frederick needs to die. Frederick, Frederick needs, needs to, die. to die. All right, where's the where's Frederick? He's I know he's hidden somewhere he's, in this house. He he, I swear to God, he was here. I can smell him. I can taste him. Oh, and he needs to die. Frederick, when we find you. Oh, my God. Mother of Pearl. Ah. Frederick, what did Frederick do? Frederick did so many things, Mm. man. Okay, okay. Frederick slept with my wife. That's enough. That's all I need to hear. Frederick took all the money out of my safe. Well, the first one was good enough. I'll shoot him. Uh. Frederick, Frederick killed a bunch of my horses, had sex with one of them. Oh, wait, that's the second one. All right. We got to get rid of Frederick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick of Frederick. Frederick took out a government-sponsored COVID loan, and he was not actually entitled to it. 
and it was over 500 US dollars. Frederick needs to die. Started a small business. A small, small business. Okay, well, I mean, he did, did he do something personal to you? Frederick lied a little bit during a game of Monopoly. Oh, that's and bullshit. And said that he did not have a property that he did have. Oh my God, that's bullshit. That's fucking cheating. Fuck Frederick. He also killed my sister. Ah, I forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. You mentioned the 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 uh, the poli- What what did he do in the beginning? He mentioned something politic political. Anyway, I got a fake COVID loan. A fake yeah, COVID, a fake COVID lo- loan. Burned down a business that I started and was running. Well, actually, my grandfather started it and I had revamped it. Burned the building down and with all my records. Frederick's got to go. Frederick's got to go. In fact, I might set fire to this very building because I know Frederick is in here somewhere. I own this building. Please don't set fire. I'm to it. going. I have my fire. You got badge. any butter knives in this building? Yes. You got a butter knife? I do. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to use that butter knife and I'm going to drive it right into Frederick's chest. Okay. Just, I want you to let you know that a lot of these tables and surfaces here are antiques. So don't scratch them with the butter knife trying to kill Frederick who mm. has to die. Is the butter knife an antique? Mm. No. The, well, the butter knives, it's a collection. It's the, I only use the set that my great grandmother left me. I only use that set. I don't have another. Mm. I, I wanted to replace. add a set that's just for company and not for special occasions. Mm. So I don't. Maybe only one of those knives you can ruin. Fine. I'm going to take this old painting and I'm going to slam it over Frederick's head like Ooh, in a cartoon. I, yeah. Perfect. Because that son of a that son of a bitch, he poisoned the river in my hometown. That's a painting of my of my father. I'm going to swing it at him. Please. And then it's going to look like, like in the cartoons where his yeah. face is now on top of. The old face. There was never any photos taken of my father. Please don't. Please don't this ruin is a, that painting. But it's, it's framed. It's good for swinging. I found the butter knives. Here yeah. we go. All right. All right. Now we're Frederick, come out here. Get out here because these men will ransack this building to find you. And really, this is the last because you, you burned down the other building. We this cut is- to Frederick. He is at an arcade playing Cruising USA miles from this home. Sir, would you like another... Uh, uh, root beer float? Keep them coming. Cut back to the house. <laughs> I'm swinging this shit, and I found a I found a TNT stick somewhere. Um, we, we're we're trying to enact revenge on Frederick, but I uh, you're doing the same things, Frederick. I'm sorry. I need to practice with the butter knives. Oh. I have to throw it at the paintings. <laughs> ah, that was my throat. And see. <laughs> Frederick, Frederick. Actually, that sounds like a die. pretty freaking great day to just be sitting there playing Cruising USA, drinking RBFs. That sounds really <laughs> lovely. Where are you from originally, uh, Brad Stewart? Ooh, I grew up all over the place. The short answer is Montana and Florida. The longer answer is I was born in Arizona, then I grew up in Montana, then Georgia, then Florida. Went to school outside Chicago and lived here for 13 years, baby. Oh, lived in New York for 13 years. Yeah. Ooh, you're a life... Wait, uh, so... All over the place. Why? Parents military? My dad lived the sexy jet set life of a paper box maker. Interesting. Various uh, various <laughs> promotions, uh, various uh, mergings and what have you. Wow. Yeah. So. Paper, paper boxes? Maker. Do we see those a lot? And is that for cakes? What are paper boxes? <laughs> What's a paper box maker? <laughs> like, I don't know. Have you ever heard of a little, little company called like Amazon.com? Oh. Like, he would make like those like boxes. He made boxes. Oh, cardboard Holy boxes. I love. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Correct. 
He also made other paper products, cardboard boxes. You're right. Paper boxes is, uh, <laughs> he mostly worked, like I, I did an internship at, a, at one of the factories and we only made the little squiggly paper that goes in between on a paper, like the corrugation. Wow. Oh, the, oh, you've only made only the, squiggly the squiggly part? Only made oh the squiggly. my God. Wow. 100% squiggly. I didn't know they came separately. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Does that leave you with a different appreciation of like manufacturing? And oh, for sure. Well, industry. I was a mechanical engineer by, uh, I studied in college. And so Maybe I, that's why you and Rich get along so well. We had a group and, called Scientists because uh, we were, uh, you know, he was a chemical, um, right? He was a chemist. A bio biochemist, and then uh, I said in mechanical engineering. So I had last guest the great Richard Templeton. Richard, Richard Templeton. Templeton, good man. Yeah, most yeah. popular episode, great Rich Templeton. Yeah, episode. I think it is. Yeah, here yeah. we got uh, big shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it though. He's such a he's such a dynamo. Dynamo is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're also a dynamo, hey. and, you, and you and you and you. So Arizona, Montana. That's a place I've always wanted to go. I actually. Rode my bike around the United States once, and I missed those states. Montana, uh, mm. was it uh, M- Minnesota? I missed all those states because I was trying to meet a girl in Chicago. So I flew past all those states oh, instead of riding them. Oh, you flew over the flyovers. Uh, yeah. Well, they weren't flyovers to me. Like, yeah. I'm my biggest, the artist that I love the most in the world is Prince. Okay. So I was desperate to go to Minneapolis, oh, yeah. and I skipped it for a girl. Oh. Still haven't been. But Montana... What can you say about Montana? Do you ever go back? Love it. Okay, so actually we were talking earlier about things that you didn't necessarily appreciate as a kid. I grew up, man, I was like, nature's for loser. Like nature and me were not, it was not on my radar. What was was like big cities. Oh, I wanted to be in a, it was so funny. I grew up in cities that didn't have like NBA teams. And I was like, I just want to be in a city with an NBA team. And I live in New York and there's, I have a love-hate relationship (laughs) with New York, but I'm very much a nature guy. It is my biggest struggle being here without consistent exposure to nature. Oh, so that was a big flip. When did big it flip, flip and flip, how? Flip, flip, Don't know. Don't know. Great wow. question. This would be... Recent or like years for, for the past few years? Maybe it's a grass is always greener thing. Uh, maybe it's a just age and sort of like wisdom. I think that I like would have chased the idea of big city dream. Just like, yeah, like going to make it happen. And I think that a lot of power has come into my life by letting holding much lighter my idea of making it or the dream or whatever even even being like i'm a comedian doing comedy and i do a ton of comedy but i'm only doing it for me now i'm not like trying to make it happen that's exactly the same thing where i'm at right now i feel like that comes too is like Mm. it starts to become deeper and it was already doing that for me but Mm. one thing i did i realized a lot of things inside of this fucking horrible breakup. Mm. Uh, But one of them is that, all right, I've always been really disgusted and judgmental. First of all, I've always been very judgmental, but Mm. I've always been really disgusted to watch people like my dad would do it, like to watch people play the lottery. Because I'd always be like, why don't you, why don't you want to bet on yourself? Oh, okay. You know, why would you put all this, all this hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars toward this thing that's not you. Mm. But mm. then I realized that all the projects that I make, whatever play I'm working on, whatever album I'm working on, everything in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, somebody's going to pick this up and I'm going to get a million dollars and cash mm. out. So, you know what I mean? I was just using all those. I was a gambler just like mm. anybody else. Sure. You know? And and now I'm really, it's really, and and I always thought I had a pure, I do feel I had a pure motivation. I, I make art 
because I think so. I would put you up on that list in a big way of like the way you've spoken about it for years has always been like craft and art and like this is what's in me and I can say no to it or I can say yes to it. Yes. And more often than not, I'm going to try to say yes. And you've been very good about that. So I, I want to pat you on the back for that. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. I've always I've just always thought. <sighs> I must be frank about this. Like I was just telling somebody tonight, like I never put the energy I never put the energy I'd put into a project into my girlfriend, any of my girlfriends, Mm-mm. because my thought was always, okay, hold on. Just let me make a million dollars and then I'll, then I'll be ready. Then I'll be ready. Then I'll be ready to pay attention to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> never occurred uh-huh. to me that that was a mistake. Yeah. And so it's like they would ask for things and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah hold on. I hear you. And I think what you're asking for is important, uh-huh. but I'm trying to make a million dollars. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah! I don't know. This this might fall. You're listening to it. Don't lose that thought. Hey, if you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or Google Play and for Android. Please uh, subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash newsletter. And then Brad is going to finish this thought right now. I killed a man. Uh, I strangled uh, him. When- <laughs> I do like the idea that I know. <laughs> I do like the idea that I'm sharing something. This is brought to you by, brought to you. <laughs> by Monsanto. I feel, a, I feel a deep remorse. <laughs> yes, yes. No, 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 no. I, I, I loved it. I don't know. I, I did lose my train of thought. Oh, I, no! I, I, told, I told you I wasn't going to. Uh, uh, because we were talking about uh, uh, about how like I'll be ready to love win yes. or like I'll be ready to get yep. myself of a, a win. Uh, this this might be something, and like I don't want to be realistically the best thing that I could do for you right now is just be like, yo, man, I'm here, and I don't want to pontificate and all of this stuff, and like it might it might fall on you know deaf ears or might not feel like the I right think everything right helps. I've gotten a lot of good perspective in the last three weeks that has mm. been. That has been life-giving. That has been yeah. helpful. I've, did, I'm such a cliche. Every bit of this has been <laughs> such a cliche. I always, <laughs> you know, you want to think that your experience is original and unique. And I think uh, in some ways I have been. Like, I I think, please don't lose your thought, okay? Sure. But before, like, what I've realized, and I've thought this before, but now I really, I've lived a very charmed life, Brad Stewart. I was telling our mutual friend, I think Raquel Palmas, mm. we were texting and I was like, you know, I haven't really failed that much in my life. Most things I want to be good at or that I want to try, most things I, I'm good at them. Yeah. And I get a, a lot of things that I want. Not everything. I don't sure. have a, I'm not rich in any way, but like most things I want to get and do, I'm good. I figure mm-hmm. it out. I can mm-hmm. engineer it. Yeah. Like I don't, God hasn't managed to give me, <clears throat> a, because he wants, he hasn't managed to give me a lot of failure. But man, he went platinum on this one, man. Mm. Lizzo was on the remix. This is <laughs> fucking a hit. <laughs> this is deep, pure failure, just mm. like and loss. Mm. This is a this is a good one. Like, I, and I haven't had much of it in my life before, and I was just living a charmed life. Yeah, you know, I really was. Ah, okay. I want you to. If you have your thought, the thought, the thought might gel with this. This might be something like at the end of it, you might just go, ah, and you might two years from now, you might go, okay, this makes some sense. Who knows? Mm. Uh, but this has been a little bit helpful for me because sometimes I've been looking for love or lost love and, and all of this. And someone put it in a lot better perspective, which was like, we talk about love as if it's something that we're going after 
or that we can lose or that we find. I'm looking for love. I want to find love. Uh, oh, I lost love and all this. Uh, you can change the paradigm by realizing that like you are the love and like right now you can choose to be the love and it's it, it's easier said than done but like it's nothing to lose find gain it you are it it's here it is it is there and all you, you, you want to sit with this and you know really internalize whatever you are supposed to take away from this but like i think that there is some truth to that that's that's helped me and i can't put it into words as to how exactly it has but the goal is not to find love the goal is to be it and you can be it now uh, that that resonates with me right now i'm sure it'll resonate with me more as time goes on i know a big cry that i had in the last two weeks was i read somewhere that when you have a love when mm. you have love or you're in love it doesn't go anywhere Mm-mm-mm. that love still exists and it happened and it exists and it'll ripple and crackle forever mm. that love between me and my ex and yeah, and I had a big cry over that. Yeah, because first of all, I'm dealing with like feelings of betrayal. My my ex hasn't asked me not to talk about this. In fact, she's asked me to talk about. It. I don't know that I'm to talk about it on a, a radio show, but it's also my life. Uh, and I, I don't know, I don't know, but it was really good. You know what I mean? It was like a really good. We were best friends, mm. and uh, so. You know, uh, yeah, it 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 hurts, but it what hurts so much was how good it was. So it's like it's comforting to know that it still exists somehow. Mm. What have you been heartbroken like, like big heartbroken in your life? Sure, sure, yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, where do you? How do you look at it now? How does it feel to you now? What is your relationship to it now? Uh, I also want to ask you this, Xavier. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I'm. I'm probably in an interesting place. The 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 person with whom with I had the biggest amount of heartbreak. We are actually dear dear friends now to this day. We actually mm. even work together. Wow. Uh, currently, like we are tight. We are meant to be each other's lives. It's not in that uh in that capacity. And that yeah. And that was like you know it uh it's 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 really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really nice. I, uh, but I know that's an unusual path for for uh, for a lot of people. I think. I mean, I'm I'm not in a place to hope for that because I'm I'm still hoping. I don't know. I think I think that that might be how it how it goes with my ex. That's what I'm. I do have hope for that because, yeah. like, we are uh, best friends. I think like right at this moment. Mm. Even. Um, I remember when I was younger, I was kind of not really dating a girl. It was so. I remember she asked me at some point, "Why, why aren't you making a move on me?" Uh, uh, and I really wanted to, and I was too chicken. But yeah, at some I point, she she like she was like, "Oh, I, I something might happen with my ex. I gotta go back to him. I gotta I gotta go deal with that. So this is whatever this might have been is not anymore." Oh, okay. And she's like, "You can make the choice for us to still be friends. I would love to still be friends." And I was in my twenties; I wasn't mature enough. Sure. And I remember she said to me something that I remember this day. She said, "It's nice to have people in your life who know you this way. Ah, it's nice to just have that." And I couldn't see it. I couldn't get it. I couldn't accept that at the moment. Nice to have people in your life that know you in this way. Being what, what? like in what, what like you? like like 
we were so, we were it was romantic potential. Sure, sure, sure. You know, yeah. that was her orientation to me. It wasn't just friends. It was yep. like, you know, and so even though that didn't work out, it's like it's nice to have somebody who has that orientation to you in your life, yeah. even if that is never requited or that is never acted upon. Sure. And I didn't understand that. Yeah. You wanna I'm gonna drop another Richard Rohr quote on you. Hit it. We <laughs> often confuse sexuality with genitality. The idea of sexuality is like there's a lot of energy. The original word in Greek, eros, like erotic, it's a, it's yeah. a thing from it, was the original term meant like uh, life energy, life giving uh, source of life. And we took it to mean like I'm either hooking up or I'm not. You yeah. know, stilettos, high heels, like yeah. that's erotic. Uh, but there's a ton. And your, your experience is extremely valid of like we had this energetic connection, you know, and that was undeniable. And it might not have been its truest form if we had turned that into something sexual or whatever. But we often confuse sexuality with genitality. And I think that's been really true in my life. Sometimes yeah. it's even really helpful to be like, hey, we went on some dates or whatever. But like, what I'm feeling is there's this strong connection. And I don't know if the best way for it to manifest itself is for like us to go home together or for like, I don't know if that's what this is. Um, but it's kind of a shame, I think, in our society for a lot of men, especially it sounds like you were in your 20s or you just hear about this all the time of like, so there's a lot of men in our society that think that the only way that you can get connection, touch, love, uh, acceptance is like, are we hooking up or are we not? Because mm. that's the only way that I get human contact. That's the only way that I get affection in like a loving touch way that's the only way that i get that kind of connection like from the movie donnie darko where he has that little like yeah, that little, comes out of his yo, chest i think about it. you know this movie yeah i know donnie darko okay. yeah mm-hmm. and like but that thing gel. can be there yeah the little goopy gel yeah. uh that comes out but like we're like whoa whoa, whoa. it's gotta be you're either you're either p and v or it's nothing and it's like are mm. you p and v or what <laughs> um i just this is my first sleepover i guess i'm just kind of I'm kind of nervous. This dude's a virgin. <laughs> He's not peeing any V. Um, I tell God. you, I'm in the seventh grade peeing V all the time. Are are you, Mitchell? Really? Yeah, give me that popcorn. I'll tell you boys about how I'm peeing V. Wow. And then um, we're going to play Tony Hawk. Sick. I, okay. Okay. I, all right. Don't get all weird on me, Ernest. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You P and V all the time. Yeah, you see me. You see me everywhere P and V by the water fountain, and then. Wait, what do you think P and V means? Whatever my brother says when he says when he's talking about it, he's always with his buddies at at the community college talking about P and V, oh. and I sit in the back and I go, "Yeah, I'm I'm doing that too." Okay, so, so I'm doing that. Wait, so none I'm doing of that us hard. Have you yeah, actually yeah. had sexual intercourse before? What? Have you had sexual intercourse before? Because I have not, and I'm very nervous. Ew. Oh, 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 I thought that's what we were talking about. What? You, you just came into this radical sleepover. What, the, the, what words are you using right what now? What are you oh talking god. about, dude? I'm talking about oh. P and V with chicks, and you're talking about sex. Wait. Oh my god. Uh, I'm so, this is such a deeply confusing time. You give in my me life. my controller back. I don't want you to use my controller Ew. for, you, for you, Tony you, Hawk. You, you intercourse all over the controller. No, I you, haven't. It, what? Intercoursed all over the You control? intercoursed what? everywhere. You intercoursed all sorry, over someone... this goddamn room. Oh my god. I gotta take Ew. off my these sheets. I gotta take off my. Oh my Harry god. style sheets because oh you, my god. you intercoursed on them. Not, and do not shame me. I am budding as a human and I'm learning about what it means to be a man. 
Ew! What Ugh, the fuck? Be a man like what? You're a man like my my brother told me you're a man when you get like hair in your nuts. You're I don't have any yet, but I'm getting them. I'm gonna get some. Yeah, I want three. Yeah, I'm gonna get th- like a nice goatee, like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I need friends that are willing to go on this journey with me into pubescence. And into adolescence, into into adulthood. Ernest, Ernest, and I are scared. Yeah, yeah. Good. Then we're all vulnerable because I'm scared too. Well, you're more scared than we are. Yeah, with your 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 some your budding. What? What do you mean budding? What do you mean you're budding? You're not budding with us because we're not buds anymore. You okay. intercourse all over my Harry Styles. You're sheet. not intercourse on your Harry Styles sheets. <laughs> okay, we're we're gonna have. Goatees on our balls, balls. like like Jack Sparrow. And we're having ciabatta. Ciabatta. Cheese uh, grilled cheeses, and you can't have one. Yeah. I want you to go home. I'm going to take my copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, never mind, bud. We're good. We're we're good. Oh, now all of a sudden we're interested in the character arc. How are we? Well, it's just like, don't. Don't be like that. Don't be like that, dude. I'm going to return this Korg keyboard that we were all playing together. Oh, we were playing Harry Styles. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Just, just, just next time I'm talking about PNV, just, yeah. just like agree with me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I, I can see you in that way. Here's your chia butter. Thank you. Thank you for the, for the, is that how you pronounce that? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm scared. It's pronounced Chikobobada. Ernest is in the advanced class. All right, scene. <laughs> yeah, I do always love the name Ernest anytime that pops up. Yeah, it's a good name. Good name, strong name. Um, Where are you? Damn, this went fast. Zoom, zoom, yeah, man. It, yeah. We zoomed in. We've, uh, we <clears throat> hit it on the head. We don't know if it, it's, it's even happening right now. Is it? We Everything's... <laughs> Everything's impermanent. That's right. It's all out of our control. Oh, I I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know you you got a spot, and you know you got another. You got a whole new spot. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I, I, that's I, my. That's what I'm living. I had a spot, and now I'm in a whole new spot, and I'm in a, and I mean that in every single way. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. I want to ask this. What's up? What is your feelings about? You already talked a little bit about it, about comedy and about uh, acting, and where where are you landing with that? You're doing it for different reasons now than you were doing it before. Yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty much a it's a pretty common trajectory, but I'm still doing comedy regularly, but I'm not pursuing it. I had a I had a manager for about six and a half years, and. Did that all? Did the hustle and everything? And You're I'm doing those wonderful travel shows. Then doing some travel stuff, some travel work, and that I could see myself putting putting more uh, more effort back into. Um, but uh, I'm. But then again, I just got back from 23 days in uh, Bulgaria and uh, Istanbul a few days ago, and people were like, "Oh, you're making videos? You're making videos?" And I'm like, "No, man, I just went to be a wanderer without context." And then I'm doing these shows. Oh, man, are you auditioning? Nope, I'm not. I'm just doing these things. I've made some moves in my career. I had a total career switch uh, about a year and a half ago. Whoa. Yeah, I'm directing and I I film and direct and edit uh, for for a few different companies. Interviews, new segments, reels, all sorts of stuff. 
uh, for a few for a few different companies. But that was something that was new to me. And I'm putting a lot of energy into that. And then I'm still showing up. And I feel like it's a little bit like an way sort of thing. Are you familiar with that? No. Go further in lightness. It's a uh, it's like a um, uh, uh, effortless action. But the idea is like the more you let go, the better you can do the things you're doing. And so now I'm doing comedy and the shows feel freer because I'm not like, am I on this house team? Am I going to make, what about these auditions for my manager? Where am I? What's my status? It's just like, man, I'm a guy that is here because I want to get back up on stage. And that was thrown into question over COVID too, for sure. For like a solid year, I was like, am I going to go back to this when when these things open up? I I feel like we all had to sit with that on some level. And the answer for a lot of our friends was no. Like we're seeing it now. Uh, the answer for a lot of friends was like, I didn't realize that I was on cruise control mm. and then COVID happened and like, I'm just not going back to it, but I did. And I'm on house teams. I push it. Like, let's, let's fucking go. I was on a great team with, uh, with Xavier for a while, a little, yeah. a little while ago. Yeah. Oh, at, at the armory, the armory. The yeah. armory yeah. We're yeah. yeah. We're on a team. The, um, Oh, it's great. Okay. I mean, I was sure you guys probably knew each other. Um, yeah, yeah. it's best it's, friends. Some would say yeah. it's, um, Oh fuck! What was the thought I was just having, which is, I think I was just gonna say that I also like. Oh well, two thoughts. One is, yeah, the last it's just like this week that I was able to care about art again, mm. and that's very strange for me. Mm. Never in my life has anything been in front of art, ever. Mm. And to Xavier and I did a play that I produced. And the breakup happened right before the play. I I don't want to say I phoned it in, but I really just did the play. Like, we did a showing of it. Yeah. And uh, I just did it for the cast because they worked so hard. Mm. I didn't give a fuck about it. And you were an actor in it? Yeah. I was, yeah. The, I was, the, the, yeah, I was one of the actors in it. And uh, I was the lead in it. Mm. And it's a project that I put together. We're back working on it now. And I feel, I do feel like, okay, this, I got to bring this to the finish line. It, it's a, it's, it's, I think it's worthwhile and beautiful, but before that and the other thing that was like the pandemic for me was two of the best years of my life mm. and coming out of it <laughs> yeah coming out of it these these are this is the worst month of my life yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i i the irony is unbelievable mm. and i was i, I don't know i i don't want to beat myself up but like i feel like i was smug about it like i i I don't know if i could appreciate how not only how hard a time people were having during covid i never knew how hard a time a person could have Mm. until the past two weeks oh wow i never understood it uh i've never been through much yeah you know i've lost a parent i've lost a friend before but like no, I've really lived a charm life. I haven't been through much in my life. Mm. Like, and even this is just like, it's just a breakup, but sure. The, but it also feels like the world's on fire and <laughs> your body's decaying into a puddle on the floor. This is probably a fucked up thing to say, but you know, I got broken up with right before, you know, at the end of August. Yeah. And I thought, and I said out loud to myself, I can't do, I can't do September 11th twice this year. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when did you say that to yourself uh, you in the shower or something i don't know when i said it but it yeah. came out oh, and it, i really meant it when i said yeah it. yeah <laughs> Woo! 
Mm, Good time. I feel for you, man. Here's a random question. How do you feel about Conan O'Brien? Love him. God, he's a he's a he's he's truly like a guiding uh, light for me. I was gonna say you must get comparisons to him. Yeah, I mean, if they do, I really like love it. I mean, that's 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 pretty much the best of the best. He uh, he is. He's my favorite comedian on earth. He's my yeah favorite. yeah. I think that 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 he has probably formed me more than anyone else. If you would ask me that question blind, I would have been like Conan, and then I don't know who else I would have said after that. Um, but yeah. I can tell you the moment that that happened for me was he was on a, a he did an interview with the now disgraced Charlie Rose, who I still I love all his interviews. Mm. But uh, he did an interview for him and he said, um, I think it was right when he announced that he was supposed to get the Tonight Show, which, of course, he didn't really end up. getting. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was like a couple years before that. And he said, you know, sometimes I f- like what I feel about my job in the show is I feel like uh, we could just be about to. We could just be about to start the show and I'm back behind the curtain. Yeah. Somebody could walk up with a gun and shoot me in the chest. And I would go out. And I would go out and do that show. Uh, Have you seen that? No, but, but that yeah. just sounds like something you would say. Yeah. Someone could shoot him in the chest and he'd go out there and he would he would pull those little strings on his pants. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, when I, I heard that. that, I was like, Holy fuck. Yeah. Like, I love like that. get out of my way. I'm going like I'm going to bring this, which is really beautiful. It's it, it's such a great um, you know. Uh, implicit agreement to have with your audience of like my kid might be failing chemistry or whatever it is like whatever that thing happened today I'm gonna get hit by a car and have a broken ankle and I'm gonna deliver because like you cannot stop me wow I think that's awesome I think that the other thing that's been really helpful when I'm holding this so much more lightly is uh Stephen Colbert had a great quote of like his career never got off until he learned to love bombing Mm. learned to love the bomb not mm. not just like okay it's happening but being like Dr. strange love totally right and yeah. he's like or how i learned to love the bomb yeah. and he's like i <laughs> am he's like i'm bombing this is great what a position to be in i can't go lower now now's the time to be free i'm free i'm free right now because Holy shit wow that's hitting me yeah that's hitting me i i brought it up for both purposes um you know uh i i hope that i'm not you know <laughs> my, proselytizing my girlfriend is also a comedian yeah Ex, your ex girlfriend. My ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. What do you have to say, Xavier? What do you got? Yeah. Um. Well, in well, the, from my perspective, I've I've said this to you many times. This, you're it. It doesn't look like you're bombing. It, it doesn't look like I'm bombing. No, it doesn't look like you're bombing. It just looks like another point in your set. This is like another joke in your set. Are you talking about just where I just where I'm at right yeah, now? Yeah. That's that's profound. I I I feel I feel like I'm bombing. <laughs> I feel like I, not only do I feel like I'm bombing, I feel like I'm still in the on the stage and the mic is on and the show is over. Mm. Everybody's left and I'm just like, is this show still happening? One thing I will say is that it does sound like you're being pretty open and honest with yourself. You got five seconds. You got five seconds. That's about it, man. I I, I, get, I wish I wish you all the love. I know this is so tough. Does he have five seconds or is it, do we have an, an infinite amount of time? Because We have all the time in the world and 